What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, a podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is episode 11, and the subject of this episode is Missing Your Ex. This is a solo episode with just me sharing my thoughts on this particular issue. First and foremost, let me say that I completely sympathize and understand if you are having these feelings of missing your ex. I spent 15 years of my life with my ex, and at times I miss her too. But what I miss is a memory. What I miss is who she used to be. Not who she is, not the person that said the things they said to me at the end of our relationship, not the person that has caused the pain and hurt that my children have and are going through. I don't miss that person. That person is an unknown to me. The person I knew doesn't exist. She just doesn't. So I miss the memory. I miss who she was. And that's what you're missing. You're not missing the person that left you, that said horrible things about you to your face or behind your back to friends and family or her new boyfriend. You're not missing that person. You're missing who she used to be. And unfortunately, she's not that anymore. So you have to understand that The reality is that person is gone and you can miss that person, but that person's not coming back. So what you're really missing is a memory. And for me, that made it a little bit easier because I knew what I was missing wasn't real. It wasn't possible to get it back. Even if that's what I wanted, even if that's what you want, it's not possible. They're different people. They've changed. Something has happened to them. Whether it's a midlife crisis or simply someone in their ear telling them how horrible you are and how great they are or how they wouldn't treat her that way or how they would treat her or any of those things. But whatever it is, she's different. She has changed. And they'll someday, I believe, realize that the grass is not greener. If you didn't cheat beat, gamble away money, become a drug addict, if they just simply left because they thought that it wasn't working for them anymore, I believe they will wake up one day and go, what the fuck did I do? Especially if you have children, because it's going to be a constant reminder to them how they screwed up. Because as you're going to hear in the next episode, divorce is really really hard on children. It just is. Now, does that mean that all children that go through a divorce are going to be crackheads or strippers on the pole? No. But does it mean that they're going to have a lifetime of hurts to deal with? Does it mean they're going to be at a disadvantage? As my my dear friend Christopher Long has said, it's like they were given a, a, a hand to play And the good cards were all taken away. Can they still win? Can they still play the game? Sure. Are they at a disadvantage? 
Absolutely. And they're going to have to deal with that. They're going to have to reckon with that someday, I believe. And you're not alone. I've seen and heard from many men that are dealing with a divorce that they simply don't understand. That women just seemingly are able to just walk away. And I think it's our society, it's our culture. And I'm all for women's equality and equal rights. Like I said in episode one, I have two daughters. I love women. But I do have some concerns about the momentum of women's equality and whether or not it's going too far. It's one thing to have equal rights. It's another thing to be empowered and told that if you become independent and strike out on your own, that you're doing a good thing. You're fighting the good fight. And if you're an abu- a woman and you're in an abusive relationship, absolutely, stand up, be independent, get out. But if you're in a typical American marriage that has the typical problems, finances, raising of the kids, all of that kind of stuff, and you choose to run away because you're being emboldened and bolstered by women telling you that, yeah, girl, you can do it on your own. That's bullshit. And you're kidding yourselves. Wrecking a family does not make you a strong, independent person. It makes you sad. So how do we stop missing them? How do we get to a place where we are able to deal with missing the person? There's a few things I think you need to do. And and they all revolve around a mindset shift. And all of this stuff, getting over it, moving on, all of this stuff is about your thoughts about it. It's not easy. It's hard. You have to be mindful of your thoughts, as I talked about in episode three. You have to be vigilant with what you're thinking, how you're thinking. So one of the first things you can shift is when you realize that you've feel like you're missing that person, understand that you're missing the memory of someone that once was. The second thing you could do is if she left and she lied and she cheated or if she just simply left, she is no longer worthy of your thoughts. She left. And if you have children, there's even more reason to no longer miss that memory. Now you're missing a person that has done damage to your children. Is that someone that you want to miss? I don't think it is. It's all about changing your mind and seeing her in the reality that she has now created. The person she was is no longer. It's simply all a memory. So if we can be more mindful to include not the good times, not the things we miss, but include the reality of what this person created if they put you down, if they lied to you, if they cheated on you, if they left you with a bunch of debt, if they made you spend a fortune on lawyers, if they make you pay the maximum amount of child support, knowing that it's probably going to bankrupt you, if they have hurt your children in ways that infuriate you, this is not a person that is worth missing. The same way that she painted you in a negative light to justify her actions which, by the way, will not last. Those thoughts are so small, those things that she would bring up. And I'm speaking at this from my perspective. But I think most of us share this outlook because I think 
the things that I'm hearing is that there are great similarities in all of our situations. Not, not all. So this is, is from my point of view, but I think it's similar enough. So the things that she had said in order to convince herself are not capital T truths. They're not significant events. They're cobbled together in order to justify, along with more than likely another man in her ear, allowing her to leap. But your shift is more genuine. Having an argument about her coming home late versus you having to put your kids in therapy because she left, these aren't equivalent. So, so they're going to have their reckonings. They're going to have to deal with these things. They can't run from them. But we're doing the work. We're doing genuine work. We're going to grow from this. But our mindset shift is going to be from a place of purity, of righteousness. But it's a slow process. Be very, very, very skeptical of people that say, you can get over this in five days or five weeks or five months. It happens when it happens. There is no shortcut. If you're going to do it right, it takes time and it takes effort. But there are no quick fixes. But we're here together on the right path, and that's all that matters. The one final thing I want to leave you with is that all of those things that she said at the end to justify her actions and things done and said after they're not relevant the importance of her opinion of you left when she did it does not matter what she says what she thinks or what she does this is also part of the mindset shift I know that we used to value their opinion we used to need their approval and happiness that's what we do as men we try to make them happy. Most of us, not all of us. And just in the same way that not all men had that view, not all women did what ours did. And again, that's a point I tried to make in episode one. It's not all women. It's only the ones that did this. And I've been dating long enough to know that it's happened to women too. However, if you do look at the numbers, 69 to 70% of women file for divorce. And my understanding is if you bump that up to college-educated women, it is 90% of women. So it seems to me like women are more responsible for this type of divorce. But it's not all women. So keep that in mind. Don't lump them all together. That's too easy. There are good women out there. They're not all going to behave in the manner that our exes did. And the more work we do on ourselves... The happier we will be, the more likely it is that we will be able to attract someone that has also done the work on themselves, that knows what their love language is, that knows their attachment style, that knows their issues, that is willing to address things with you and not run from things like our exes did. There are good women out there. I believe that. I don't think that they're easy to find, but not easy and impossible is not the same thing. All right, that's all I got. It's just a quick one. I've been hearing a lot about how much people miss their ex, and I just wanted to say I understand, I sympathize, but you're not missing her. You're missing a memory of who she used to be. All right. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Nick Coyle and Lifer for allowing me to use their song, Born Again, 
which you're hearing now and at the intro to the podcast. Thank you to Justin Delahanty and all of my brothers at the Alpha Code. Please reach out and connect with me and other like-minded men on the Facebook group page, Rising Phoenix Podcast. This group will be used to discuss released episodes, future episodes, and to discuss any and all things that come from dealing with a divorce, separation, or breakup. I look forward to connecting with you. Until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And remember to surround yourself with people who add value to your life, who challenge you to be greater than you were yesterday, who sprinkle magic into your existence just like you do to theirs. Life is not meant to be done alone. Find your tribe. Take care.